we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Thank you and welcome to the show. We're very proud to have heard from audience research that when the programme's due to come on the air, an incredible 95% of the population stays in. The pub. <laughs> Here are the teams, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. Denise Coffey and Willie Rushton. And we're going to start with a game wittily called British Musical. A recent London flop was said by one critic to leave the British Musical still floundering at the foot of the table. In this round, the teams are invited to come up with their own ideas for a typical British musical and also to sing a few of the hit numbers from it. We'll start with Barry Cryer. Um, this is a rather uh, exciting venture, a new British Musical. It's an underwater version of The Hunchback of Notre Dame called Ringing in the Seine. And... Uh, Cosimodo <laughs> is played by Raquel Welsh walking backwards. And, uh, Esmeralda, the lovely gypsy girl, is played by Lava Blair walking forward. And, uh, some, there are some lovely songs. Uh, bells are ringing for me and my ghoul. I've grown accustomed to his hump. Uh, I've got my Quasimodo working for me now. The rather lovely title song. Well done, Barry. Willie Rushton, your turn. Uh, I got a three-actor about the sewage crisis. I, you'll start to thrill with the opening chorus. If you knew sewage, like I know sewage, oh, oh, what a canal. Ever since 1939, Anthony Eden, a British Prime Minister, Gerald Harper, the famous sheet impersonator, has been paranoid about dictators. Nassa, he's a Hitler, all right. Hitler's little, but Nassa, he's my bogey now. Nationalising sewage, he does. He thinks who is Nassa, he's my bogey now. He's in his passion speech delivered through his nose. Eden decides this means war. He sends for the Foreign Secretary. Enter Foreign Secretary. I am Selwyn. <laughs> I am Selwyn. I'm the law one that was we. I am Selwyn. I am Selwyn. What are we doing? I agree. <laughs> A chorus line of Israelis invade Egypt singing Cow Oh Me A Mine. And at the start of Act 2, NASA totally scuffers the canal. Abdul blow the boat apart, pull the flag out. Finally, British troops land in Egypt and sing unaccompanied around the campfire, unaccompanied around the campfire, Colin. So <laughs> this is the cock up of Eden, and here we all are by the Nile, chasing Arabs and Yids all round the pyramids and smile, smile, smile. <laughs> I'm available, Harold Fielding. Okay, Graham Gunn. Uh, yes, well, this is one called Mole. Based on the Burgess and McLean defection scandal and uh, featured such wonderful songs as Bye Bye Burgess, Falling in Love McLean, and Don McLean's great hit Bye Bye American Spy. 
still be coming around the mountain, and gentlemen prefer blunt. And of course, <laughs> the hit song from the show. And didn't we have a lovely time the day we went to Moscow? Right, Denise. Uh, well, this musical won't run and run, but it will walk and walk. It's called A Carless Line. And it's about 12 hopeful people who wait for two hours for the chance to hail a 172. We discover their hopes, their ambitions, and the range and violence of their vocabulary. Blake Hall stands in line and dreams of the day his bus will come. It's the song for a cue. The day will dawn. One wonderful day when my lucky number comes true and I go upstairs with you on a one seven two and then next to him in the line is pretty Dollis Hill. Why she's late for a meeting with her agent Gold is Green. Because why she has dreamed she has dreams of reaching Broadway, feeling Broadway. And next to her, Colin Dale and Arnott Grove have ambitions to hit the big time five days in the queue at Gatwick Airport. Yes, they say, yes, we'll spend the day. We'll be lazing away to time outside gate 43. We'll stroll down to buy a paper for the rioting results. And then home again to our place. The end of a perfect queue. Oh. <laughs> What a performance. I'd like to hear that again. <laughs> In fact, well, though... Well, people... Oh, you did <laughs> On the response to the audience, Willie Rushton is uh, 42 marks ahead at the end of that round. <laughs> which will certainly stand him in good stead when, at the end of the programme, I ask the teams to announce the late arrivals to the TV Awards Ball. Great. Now we have the game called Tag Wrestling. In this round, I'm going to give each team the payoff of a story, and I shall then start one of the teams off telling the story to fit their particular punchline. And then when I feel like it, I shall press my buzzer, which sounds like this, and a member from the opposing team will have to take up that story, but make it fit his punchline. Now, here are the punchlines. First of all, Denise and Willie, your punchline is, and the nun returned the stirrup pump <laughs> to the planetarium. <laughs> Graham and Barry, your line is, and with that, the chairman stopped the game. How do you right. spell planetarium? You don't even say it on radio, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Put that in Okay, have you written down your punchline? <laughs> How do you spell that right. in two swords? William, <laughs> William Denise, you've had the longest time to think, so I'll ask you to One start M and two swords. your story. <laughs> One day, Sister Denise stepped out of the monastery, where she'd spent the night, quite eagerly, and set off towards the planetarium, carrying with her her stirrup pump. Bobbity, bobbity, bob, she went along the road. <laughs> bobbity, bob, bobbity, bob, rather too rashly, straight under a bus. <laughs> <laughs> what excitement in Baker Street there was that day. Not only <coughs> none mauled by bus scandal, but also, planetarium conflagration destroys London landmark. And, incidentally, 
the country's entire stocks of stirrup pumps stored therein. Carry on, William Denise. Luckily, one of the other sisters from the convent where Sister Denise had been a late resident rushed forward to pick up the stirrup pump which had been flung clear in the accident and ran towards the burning planetarium. She knew it was her duty, her holy duty, her bounden duty, nay, her absolute duty, and the nun returned the stirrup pump to the... Stone me, she said, <laughs> looking at the mangled stirrup pump clutch next to her rosary. This is in no condition to be returned to the planetarium. <laughs> Don't me, truth, am I depressed? <laughs> I could go a bit of cricket. Round the corner, as you know, Lords. She hides herself to Lords. In there, a special day, a one-day match, was the chairman of the MCC. Can you imagine the scene? <laughs> the first chairman of the MCC ever to be a nun. <laughs> A failed nun, admittedly, but still a nun. Deep in his heart, he always knew he was a nun. He read of the tragic story of the sacred stirrup pump that had to be returned to the sanitarium by the late great Sister Denise. In the corner of the long room at Lord's, of course, there are many buckets. If you know the members, you'll know why. <laughs> and in several of them, stirrup pumps, so they can be easily hosed down after umpire's decisions and rain stops play. So picking up one of these stirrup pumps, he set out once more on a 74 bus towards the planetarium and reached it. <laughs> Where are you going, they cried. I'm taking this stirrup pump to the planetarium, he answered. And with that, the chairman stopped the match. Aim. <laughs> Game. <laughs> Sorry, Barry, I thought you were paying the Well, I had to stop the game there and to say that Denise and Willie got nearest to their correct oh. line. Oh. Oh. Never. So they get some marks for that. And now Willie's game. And the reason it's called that is that Willie Rushton has come up now with a game which he's going to announce to you all. It's called Underplane Lover. And it's a Danish version of Postman's Knock. Um, <laughs> one of the basic rules of the game is that teams should consist of one man and one woman. Denise and I won the toss before the game. And we're putting you in. And here are the rules in a plain brown envelope. <laughs> Okay, you have them, Graham and Barry. Ah, is the chairman going to start it? I, I don't see why I should. <laughs> well, yes, I... you, you may start. Now the wardrobe. Oh, good Lord. Shouldn't carry it like that. Uh, the wardrobe, right, I'm on top of the wardrobe. Right, nurse, the screen, the screen. <laughs> oh, ah, both of them. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I'll just cough. <coughs> oh, yes, everything's all right. I, I'll just strap this on here. Yes. Oh, I've got this inflatable Eddie Waring. Uh, <laughs> you blow it up here. Point, please, Jeff. Yes. Willie, as, as it's your game, I'll ask you to award marks for that. Seven marks, but unfortunately we can't follow it. There's only one set of equipment, and I'm not blowing up any wearing after Barry's been at it. <laughs> so we'll pass on that. So you hand over that game seven to... Seven points for them, yes. We seven couldn't, points. Couldn't do what they just did. Game for all the family, really. <laughs> when it is settled, double your hernia. 
That, ladies and gentlemen, was Willie's game and had nothing to do with me. Nothing That's to do with one me. By I Graham my hand off. Oh, thank you. And we go on to a round which is called misleading advice. And I'm going to ask the teams to do their good deed for the day and give some misleading advice that they might give to a tourist. We're going to start now, this time, with you, Denise Coffey. I'd just like to remind any tourists who might be in the audience that when you go to a pub, remember all drinks are free when it says free house outside. (laughs) (laughs) You naughty male continental visitors, be sure to visit the rather saucy sauna at 10 Downing Street. (laughs) (laughs) The policeman is a joke. Here's a culinary suggestion. Always insist on clotted cream with the traditional North Country black pudding. (laughs) (laughs) And why not enter the Barbara Cartland Dirty Limerick competition? (laughs) By phoning your entry direct to her on 01240-7272. (laughs) Only use the famous Tower Bridge gents when it is up. Join the race down the mall. The first to hurdle the palace railings wins a tattoo voucher. <laughs> and while you're at it, foreign visitors... Barry, have you got another one there? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm no, it's just the way I'm it. sitting, hum. <laughs> well, by maintaining a discreet silence from the halfway mark, Graham and uh, Willie Rushton seem to have won that round. <laughs> We go on to play the game word for word. In this round, one of the members of a team says a word and his partner must say another word totally unconnected with the first, and so on. And the uh, opposing team may, and indeed must, challenge and try and prove a connection. And we're going to start with you, Graham Garden, giving a word to Barry. Jug. Bifocal. Prism. Privet. What? Privet. Oh, privet. Prism, thrush, bungle, earring, pierce. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure about it. Maybe a play on words. Dome. Dome. I feel somehow there's a connection between pierce and dome. Pierce and dome. You can have your dome pierced to have a huge necklace put on it. I my hand back to love. Yeah. Right, I'll allow that. Uh, Denise, will you start and give a word to Willie? Puma. Pendulum. Unfortunate. Oat. Instigator. Word. Frill. Buffoon. Trouser. Radio. Comments <laughs> from Barry Cry. Buffoon and trousers, obviously, uh, obvious connection. Pantaloon. Pantaloon buffoon. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Baggy nethers. And what an act he was. I'll get the audience to decide on that. Do you think Barry's challenge was correct? Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, Barry. Willie and... (laughs) (laughs) Carry on, will you? Plaster cast. um... Challenge from Barry. Not a word. What? Not a word, plaster cast, is it? Two words. It describes that. Two words. Now, an adjective. This is a mockery. It's a plaster cast. You have a plaster cast. Plaster not a plaster. I mean, you may say it like that in your a plaster way. cast. That's an adjective. That's not a word. Right. 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 Sorry, sorry. Uh, Chairman, this umpire is a adjudication. <laughs> <laughs> we play a let. Will you start Thank again, Willie Rushton? 
plaster cast. Oh. <laughs> Challenge from Graham Gardens. There is a connection between the word plaster and the word cast. Good lad. You are the pits of the world. Disgrace <laughs> <laughs> of mankind. Ch- challenge from somebody. Me. Oh, Graham I think Gardens. it was a listener. I- I'd like the referee brought out. <laughs> These are Wimbledon jokes, listeners. Any more remember of this? I shall go on to the next game. <laughs> In fact, I shall go on to the next game. I thought this was <laughs> the next game. You won that one anyway. We're going to play the game now called Suitcases. This is where we send the teams off on ho- holiday and uh, they have to pack their suitcases entirely with objects beginning with a letter that I shall give them. The other team can challenge if they think that any of the objects will have difficulty fitting into a suitcase. And the packing team will then have to provide suitable far-fetched explanations as to how they intend to cram them in. Is that all clear to you? Right. Nope. Somebody in the audience said no, and I'm entirely on their side. That was the producer. <laughs> okay, now, Graham and Barry, start packing your suitcase with objects beginning with the letter P. Pod. Porthouse steak. Piano. Panda. Postule. <laughs> Never travel without one. <laughs> oh, I mustn't go without me. Pedagogue. <laughs> or indeed by portmanteau. Challenge there from Denise. Why is your portmanteau in your suitcase? Better when safe I put than it to sorry. Oh, uh, yes. But the portmanteau, I put it to you, is indeed a suitcase. No. Yes. I put it to the audience. The portmanteau is not a suitcase. There's a distinct difference, isn't there? It is, they're saying. There are people nodding. No, 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 yes, no. Yeah, I can't hear them nodding. <laughs> Those of you listening in black and Denise, white, there I'm are some people nodding. <laughs> I can't allow that challenge, Denise. Thank uh, you, Hum. A portmanteau is actually larger than a suitcase. But Barry, continue. <laughs> Pansy. No way to address the chairman. <laughs> Gets him seats on the tube. <laughs> or anywhere else for that matter. <laughs> Piccolo. We're still playing. Plinth. <laughs> Charles or Edward, pick whatever you want. Pants. Polo stick. Denise challenge. Polo sticks are something in the matter of two meters long. I don't know if this would go in a suitcase. Infections. <laughs> you see Prince Charles with that little bag. That's no way. That's no way. To <laughs> Oh, never say die. Piano. Oh, Challenge. Denise. You already have a piano in your suitcase. I can't help but we're, feel that it's getting We're taking Rostle and Schaefer with us. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what, is this a large piano by any chance? It's I wonder. Lord, no. It's a portmanteau-sized piano. Uh-huh. It is in the portmanteau, in fact. Yeah. Where's, Where's the other one? one? <laughs> <laughs> they snapped. I think mm-hmm. I'll allow that, uh, Denise. I think you've got a case there. Oh. <laughs> Will you start... Will you start, Denise and Willie, packing your suitcase? With what? Peas. Things oh, beginning with the letter P. P. Pajamas. What fun you are to know, Denise. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, remember what happened last. Let my own contribution to this weekend of passion be a parakeet. <laughs> um, so. Challenge from Graham Garden. No room for that. What? One keep, possibly, but not a parakeet. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't we take Weed Killer with us if we want to? She's got a lovely parakeet. <laughs> a parasol. 
potable liquids. Prayer mat. Pram hat. <laughs> a pram hat. What need has a pram of a hat? <laughs> this is very kind. You don't know where we're going. Quite. <laughs> or how far you're going, my son. <laughs> okay, carry on. A poker Harry. machine. Oh, oh, what? A poker machine. Just training version of a fruit machine. Ah, it's more oh. fun. <laughs> yeah. And a poker? A penguin. Ping pong ball. Ping pong table. Shannon's from Graham Garden. Ping pong ball? You wouldn't fit that in a suitcase, surely. Enormous things, aren't they? They're not late arrivals to the Chinese embassy. <laughs> Denise, will you justify? No. You won't? Well, then you win. <laughs> right, teams. Pencils and paper ready now, because we're going to play that ever-popular game, Mornington Crescent. No special rules this time, so when you're ready, if we that, can start with you... That means standard rules, you say, when you say no special rules. Huh? The, the, the ordinary standard, standard rules, yes, yes. We've had trouble there before. Yeah, we did, that's mm. why I asked Willie. Denise, you, can, you may start. Oh, uh, uh, could Willie start, because I'm a bit nervous, uh, because I'm not an expert. Willie, You're terrific. You're only terrific no, no. at all. Oh, well, gee, thanks, no. Coach. Not at all, Thanks, no. Coach. All right, all then. Right. All right, I'll allow that. Willie, thank you, you can start. <clears throat> we'll, we'll go the easy way. Highfield Road. Hyde Park Corner. Oh, it hasn't. Uh, mm. uh, corner. Uh, um, uh, uh, Clerkenwell Road. You see? <laughs> Watling Street. Oh, no. The Boltons. You said with a strange confidence. Yeah. Park Lane. No. Strand. Park Lane. Third cage walk. Close to comfort. Um. The standard route. Hell, living in West London. I never know mm. you. Um. Oh. I never go up there. Oh. Um. Tavistock Hill. I remember that. Mornington Crescent. Not your turn. Not your turn. Standard rule. She could have done that. She could have done that. It would have been okay, but it wasn't your turn. And unfortunately, Barry, you have to go now in reverse order. Oh, right. If there's been a false call, you see, from the other team, you must continue in reverse order. No, Regent Street. Portland Place. That's all right. Yeah, I liked it. Good Street. Primrose Hill, Mornington Crescent. Yeah. Oh, Bravo. Oh. <laughs> Get off. Thank you. Killer. Good posture. You've had a handicap there because Denise, you you did walk into that one. Well, a I, bit. I did get nervous. It's just playing right. such a high level. No, it's all right. You just Never mind. Here's your not chance not to catch up. Bless her. Oh, bless her. <laughs> because I'm going to ask the teams to announce now the late arrivals to the TV Awards Ball. Oh. The TV Awards Ball. I must ask in advance for Willie Rushton not to hog the whole way. <laughs> Nathan Wide, Cara, Nation Street, Emma, Dale Farm, Best Sellers, Winnie Takes All, and Lady Killers, and Luke's Familiar and May Music, and the well-known psycho May Berry, <laughs> and Sir Viv Hall Special. <laughs> if that doesn't fill your ball up, well, nothing <laughs> Right, it's become a matter of catching up, will you, Rush? Yes, right. All the way from Italy, will you welcome, please, Signor and Signora Di Pops and their mousy son, Popo. <laughs> Di Pops. Ah, ah. Thanks. It was an applause, then. Remember there, Mr. and Mrs. Nine O'Clock News. 
and their son's big ears and noddy nine o'clock news. <laughs> With their girlfriend, Wendy Boat comes in. <laughs> and Bonanza. Oh. And there's Mr. and Mrs. J.R. Dallas and their drug crazed Swiss au pair, Heidi High. <laughs> Accompanied by lovely socialite, General Armin, dressed joyfully by his spelling of his Christian name, I.D.I. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> Nasty, isn't it? No. I'm just getting over it. <laughs> over there, Mr. and Mrs. Tyler Moore Show and their daughter, Rhoda. <laughs> Oh, we've just had an apology. Lou Grant, I'm able to be here due to an attack of Quincy. <laughs> I thought Lou Grant was what you got from the council. <laughs> As opposed to a Lou Grunt, which I just got over. <laughs> <laughs> Noel Edmonds has just been declared personality of the year. Will anyone who witnessed the accident please... <laughs> Well, the time is rapidly approaching where I have to ask the team to pocket their marks. Um, Robin Snest. <laughs> <laughs> and what's on next? Andy Part One. <laughs> Film of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> and over there from France, will you pay careful attention, please, to <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wurz and their young Yugoslavian horse, Foal Tito Wurz. Foal Tito. Oh, the nation grows. You know, I haven't heard a signature tune for a long time. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, Willie Rustin is still ahead. <laughs> which makes him the winner of this week. And that brings us to the end of the programme. So until next time, goodbye from all of us. Cryer, Graham Garden, Willie Rushton and Denise Coffey were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Geoffrey Perkins.